Hello, hello, hello. This is your girl, Valerie Nicole, VV Nicole, and I am your lovely host of One Girl, One Mike Podcast. Yay! Um, if y'all heard that bottle pop in the back <laughs> during the intro, that was just me celebrating season three. Yay! Welcome back. Hey, Courtney, can I have a little horn or something back there in the audio room? <laughs> it's me and Courtney today. JG, not here. So, this is season three. Um opener episode number 36 it's the actually the do-over because um i recorded this episode last week and i wanted to re-record it because i left out so much great stuff and a lot of good information that i didn't get a get to cover um oh there it go we'll, we'll be back <laughs> so um i am flying solo dolo this episode and i am going to practice speaking slow so that everyone can understand me and not be so anxious to get my words out. Ah, Let's see how this goes. So welcome back, everybody. Let's take a sip. Um, Everybody, I want all my ladies to get settled in. This episode is actually going to be for my ladies 35 and up. Now, of course, everybody can listen, but ladies 35 and up, this episode is especially for you. So let's take a toast, everybody. And if you see me, when this episode comes out, if you can actually see me audio, I mean, visually, and not only on um hear me on audio hear me on audio, then that means that the YouTube channel is up and running. Because Lord knows I've been trying to get it up and going. So hello YouTube. Um yeah, um comment down below. <laughs> I always wanted to say that. Comment down below in the comments to see how you like it. Remember that um I am actually recording this YouTube on my phone for starting out, and we're gonna start from the bottom, right? The YouTube channel will get better gonna start off a little bit rough but we're gonna make it through and we're gonna see we're gonna see it through right y'all gonna stick beside me <laughs> stick beside me during this rough period and when i start making more money or when i start making some money off this podcast then we can afford to pay to have it um to have someone come in here and shoot us and do really good youtube but until then until i get some paid sponsorship <laughs> we gonna iphone it out okay we'll be all right so Again, welcome back, everybody, to Season 3, Episode 36. I want to start this episode off by saying rest in peace to DMX. Um, I really, really feel really, really sad about the passing of DMX. He was such um, a great talent that struggled with his drug abuse from the whole time he came out. Like, we all knew that he struggled with really bad drugs, and it was really sad to hear his story about how he got hooked on drugs. Um, a lot of us are, have heard it a thousand times, but if you haven't, I guess somebody actually like slipped him drugs, like slipped him a blunt that was laced with crack, like a 51, excuse me. And that's how he originally started doing drugs. And he's kind of been turned out since and that's always been a monkey on his back. And unfortunately we lost him this year. I'm not sure if it was drug related. I don't even want to kind of get into that. I just want to say rest in peace to DMX. I really feel sad because I think we never got a chance to see him kind of come full circle to kind of get over it and beat it and come back and whatever. So that was kind of 
um, really sad. I never really got a chance to see a clean DMX. So that was really sad. So rest in peace to DMX. Rest in peace to Black Rob. Rest in peace to Shock G. Um, getting back to the DMX a little bit. I've seen DMX in concert. Thank God I got a chance to see him. And it was the most beautiful thing you've ever wanted to witness. The prayer, the songs, the anthems, the passion, and everything that he did, he puts into his shows and his music. It was really, really um, worth it. Black Rob, like, whoa, like, I can't say I was the biggest Black Rob fan, but I definitely was a fan of that song that he had out a while ago. And just to see, like, his um, transition on Instagram in his last days, it was really, really sad. So rest in peace to Black Rob, rest in peace to Shock G. I know Shock G and Pac is up there rapping all of their songs. Um, everybody remember the Humpty Dance. That was, like, really, really popular back in the day. I used to love that song. And then that was, like, um, Shock G from D Digital Underground. He was the person that introduced us. One of the people that introduced us to a very young Tupac. So um, I really enjoyed those times. And so it's so sad to see both of them now being um, deceased. So I know y'all been wondering, like, where I've been at. Like, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> where I've been at, huh? Well, let me tell you where I've been at, y'all. I have been on damn TikTok. <laughs> I know. I know, right? I know everybody's like, oh, my God, that's the site list. That's a little new social media for the kids. That social media is so entertaining i have been stuck on tiktok i have not even really been on facebook i haven't even really been on instagram i have really really been down on tiktok so with me being on tiktok so much lately it's been making me think about how i view social media so because tiktok is new i spend a lot of time on social media i feel like i'm like away from my regular social media platforms which made me think about like how we categorize social media now because it's so, it's such a big part of our lives now. So to me, this is how I break down my social media. To me, Facebook is like home. That's the block we grew up on. All of our parents, our family is on Facebook. That's where you can check and see how everyone is doing, make sure everybody's well-being. Everybody can do it check-in a health check-in on facebook that's what that is for instagram is like when you've moved out you got your own apartment you respect yourself on instagram but you know you can do whatever you want to do there it's kind of like whatever can't nobody tell me what to do on my instagram page if you don't like it leave because we have put up with so much of having unwanted people on our facebook page to where i think when we got instagram it was like mm -mm, i already know what that is about you're not getting to my instagram unless i really want you here because y'all know I, I act the fool well, TikTok is just like, <laughs> why have the fuck open? TikTok is when you go visit your cousin to live on the east side or the west side cousin, and you can just do whatever you want to do. Ain't nobody going to tell your mama, and you can just wow the fuck out. That is what those TikTok streets are like. And it is crazy over there on TikTok. So here are a few things that I have learned since I have been on TikTok. <clears throat> Number one. Y'all know what? I low-key might be gay. Listen, those studs on TikTok, those are some different type of studs. I ain't never seen studs that look like this, act like this, okay? These girls are over here making a whole lot of promises, looking fine, and I am like, wait a minute. Okay, not for real, because I don't believe in playing with people's sexuality, especially something that's so serious. It is June, so it is Pride Month. It's all in jokes and fun, but those girls are um, fine as hell. Okay, now, the second thing. Who the fuck knew that transgender women transitioning from women 
from a woman to a male, like black, was so like popular. Like I don't, if it is, please don't come for me because I'm straight and I really don't have no business being in y'all business. I really don't. But really I do because y'all have transitioned to fine as black men and seeing that I date black men, this is scary. Okay, like this is a little bit, oh, I don't know. But TikTok, and I'm talking about like, I did not even know that girls were like, young black women were like doing a full surgery. Like, I did not know this was a thing. Like, I'm happy to see them live their truth and to be able to be completely themselves. I'm so proud of them. And kudos to you ladies, to you men that have done that. I want to make sure that I'm using the right pronouns and all of that good stuff. So Kudos to the men that have been able to do their full transition. And I'm proud of you and keep going and continue to live your truth. I just did not know that it was so prevalent. Like, woo, Jesus Christ. Like, y'all is out here doing the dang on thing. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, this stuff should be illegal because y'all are just a little bit too fine. Um, the third thing that I have learned is that plus size women are not playing with y'all this summer. And I am not talking about regular um not regular i'm not talking about small waist big bottom plus ass women no 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 i'm talking about um apple shape plus size women um triangle shape plus size women the one the women the plus size women that identify with those type of body shapes they are not coming to play with none of us me y'all them nobody this summer i am so fucking here for it they have so much confidence and i don't know if it's just only on tiktok but the swimsuit hauls um the crisscross tie-up shirts um these girls got knees like megan they are not um coming to play with y'all could you just imagine like lizzo times 10 that is what we're dealing with so maybe i don't know maybe some people would say this is the lizzo effect Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Well, the Lizzo effect is in full effect on TikTok. And although Lizzo gets on my last nerve sometimes with the shenanigans that she do, I just really, y'all already know how I feel about Lizzo because I really love her as a talent. I love her confidence. I love her as a person. I love, but some of the shit she do, I don't agree with. And um, getting to these plus ass women on TikTok, I honestly can't say that some of the shit that they do. Um, ew. Listen. I, I'm here for it, but I do have to admit that I do believe that plus-size women should wear clothes that fit them properly. I think that seeing girls, no matter what your size is, with clothes that don't fit you properly and that don't, you know, complement your figure, that's just not attractive for me, and I'm just not here for it. Like, really. So... I believe I'm here for all of the fashion looks. I don't believe that BBW should wear a bunch of basic shits. I don't believe that. I think that if you are plus size, I think that you should be able to wear whatever you want to wear with as much flair as you want to wear it with. I think you can have your stomach out. I think you can wear your booty shorts. I think you can wear your biker shorts. I'm not saying limit yourself to moo-moos in a bunch of big clothes that don't flatter you. That's not what I'm saying. Please do not get it twisted. Please be confident in all of the stuff that you are wearing. Go. All I'm saying is, is that make sure that the stuff fits you properly and is complementing your body. Make sure if you have a crop top, you don't have to have your belly lapping over your stomach. Like, why is that a whole thing? Why do you want to make that acceptable? That looks, that does not look good. And I understand, I don't even understand y'all being that confident. I don't believe that nobody's that confident to have a stomach lapping over their pants and have it out and just think that that's okay for the world to see. That's, you know, whatever. Mm, I'm old, so say what you may, but 
No. So it didn't make me feel as though like I want to see this same really, really super high confidence level outside of TikTok. Because although I see the swimsuit hauls and the, you know, outfit hauls from all of the good places and the out- some of the outfits look really, really good. But some of the- some of those outfits that are kind of pushing the limit where your body type is not matching your outfit type. I don't typically see girls dress like that outside when I go out and I'm outside like I, I go out. I do see some girls dress like crazy, but like for the most part, not a whole lot. So my question is to the um, younger people or to people in general, anybody that can hear my voice. When do we become so obsessed with or when do we get so comfortable with not wearing a proper undergarments? Like when do we stop taking pride in that? Because in days gone by, that was like a foundation. Like we were taught that young to wear the proper garment so you don't shake all over the place. And it wasn't even so much as trying to, for plus size women, it was just for women, period. Like you had to wear a slip or you make sure you have on the right panties or make sure you wear the right bra. The This generation, y'all didn't just did away with all of that. And y'all don't want to listen. And I know y'all don't want to listen because y'all drug Monique like a mug when she told y'all don't wear y'all bonnets out in public. Which... I feel a way about that because I feel as though people should be able to wear whatever they want to wear. Or I think that when we things that's culturally good for black people, it's always deemed as ghetto when other cultures have things that we look up to them and praise them about. So I get that part about it. But at the same time, it's like whenever we try to correct and reprove y'all, y'all get so mad and it's like the end of the world and we can never. So yeah, y'all probably gonna come for me for saying y'all need to stop that. Like hold them stomachs in it's nothing wrong with if you not have not been on TikTok, go on TikTok. Make sure you follow me at One Girl One Mike Podcast. I'm going to be putting a lot of content over there on TikTok. I'm trying to build up a following over there, and you should come, come hang out with me over there on TikTok. I will say that most of the stuff that's on TikTok, it does get to Instagram. It's just like weeks later, so a lot of times when people tag me on stuff on Instagram, it's from TikTok, and I've already seen it, like seen the video, like maybe two or three weeks before, which is cool, but. Whatever. So if you feel like it, if you feel like you should want another social media outlet or if you just want to break from, you know, being at over there on Facebook with your mom and your aunties and them. And maybe you tired of seeing your same old friends from Instagram. Come over to TikTok. It's a whole new world over there. I'm inviting y'all. So moving on to a more positive note, because think, talking about those girls kind of got me a little bit roused up. OK, so let's move forward. Um, I want to highlight this black owned um, feminine care product, Honey Pot. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Honey Pot, all of my ladies that are listening, but and even the men, if you are listening, if you have women in your life that you love, Honey Pot is a natural, a feminine care line. It's black owned and they sell all type of um, washes, feminine washes. They sell um, pads, tampons, all of your women needs. Hold on, let me bring them up on Instagram right now, just so I can make sure that I get, do their whole. This is the first plant book. Bl- plant-based de- derived feminine care system on the market made by humans with vaginas for humans with vaginas so this is like a female black owned based company that make feminine care system products for women right when i tell y'all so let me tell you okay so i ordered the products online i've been hearing about them for a while i'm on instagram up one late up late one night and i go to their website Boom, order some pads, they come. I actually leave the pads sitting there for like months. I'm still using my always because, not always, I stay free. 
So I'm sorry, men. This is the part of the um, episode if you may want to step out. Or I think that y'all maybe should listen if you have women in your life or somebody, a daughter's wife, whatever. Or let them listen. So I um, I ordered the pads. I ordered two things of pads. I, they come in the mail. I don't use them. I've been using Always Mod forever. And then I switched from Always when they started to do the dry weave. I switched from Always to Stay Free. So I've been using Stay Free pads forever. Whatever. Now, boom. Something last month told me, I'm going to just try the Honey Pot pads because I hadn't used them yet. It changed my whole life. Okay, listen, I don't look, oh, it is crazy because, so in my mind, I'm always thinking, I don't use tampons, I use a regular pad. When we using the pad, I always thought, well, it's not anything like in me, literally, I'm not putting any foreign object in me, so it couldn't be that bad, even though I would hear, I've heard about Honey Pot, even before Honey Pot, I would hear about people saying all of the bad things that's in the um, big name brand maxi pads feminine care products so i'm like i but i don't use any of the washes i don't use any summer eaves i don't use any dishes or anything like that so i'm like i should be good with the pads but when i started using the honey pot it has such a huge re, um reaction on my body it made me think like if this pad this natural pad is making my body react like this. Then I know for a fact that the other pads that i was using my bed my body had to have a reaction to those pads as well because it's the same, it's the, they're both pads, right? I'm not putting anything, technically putting anything foreign up in me, but I'm still using a pad and my body is reacting way different when I use the Honey Pot product versus when I was using the Stay Free. So then it made me think, ladies, have you ever had like um, what we like think of as a bad period? Like where you just have a period and after your period or coming off of it, you can just tell like it was a bad one. Like maybe your pH balance was knocked off or you had to just kind of get things back right in order. And we just thought it was a bad period. I'm thinking, no, maybe it was a bad pad. Like this whole time, maybe it's the pad that's actually making us sick. I This is not paid promo for Honey Pot, even though I will like paid promo for Honey Pot. Honey Pot, hit me up. I've been using y'all products. They work wonders. Like it is... Really, really been a life changer. Um, I mean, not a life changer. It's been a, really been a game changer for me. Like, this is only my second month using it. And I'll let y'all know after about three months. Because I really feel as though my body is going through, like, this whole, like, natural cleansing. Like, I feel as though my, I, got, I get to actually have a period. And it's just, like, a natural period. Like, nothing is getting in the way of it so shout out to that um black owned company that's doing it really big and you know helping out women with everything that we have going on with our um lady parts so shout out to honey pot and if you haven't tried it um please go out try it comment down below how you like it even if you have already been using the um using the products let me know how you've been liking it and then ladies if you've been using other products other than the pads let me know how you like those products too because i really want to um hear about it because i don't really use any other foreign type of soaps like down below because i'm really really sensitive so if you've been using the um washes and things and you are sensitive and they haven't irritated you let me know because i want to maybe start trying them another black owned company that i've been using since we're speaking about washes is soapy faith um i follow i've been following super another girl super from new orleans for a long time on instagram and she started promoting soapy faith it's a black owned soap company and they make this like handmade soap um body products and i've been using them um using them and it's really really good so check them out on instagram at soapy faith 
on Instagram. Check them out. Their soaps are really, really good. But y'all know I cannot do a skincare shout-out without shouting out my favorite skincare line that I absolutely live by. And that is my friend, my sister's line, Sweet and Salty Body Scrub. She has the best skincare line ever out. And all of her stuff is natural. And she's black as well. So, whatever. That is my shout-out for all of my businesses for this episode. So, let's get into it. Because I've been talking rambling for 20 minutes now. Okay. So this episode is actually going to be, um, again, dedicated to my ladies 35 and up. You say, what is this episode about? Well, this episode is about um, doing something different, right? My ladies 35 and up, this is now our halftime season. So ladies, if you hear my voice, if you already are doing things like this in your life, then this message may not be for you, but I want you to take the message and give it to someone else, either through Telling them, helping them, coaching them, or maybe even just letting them listen to the podcast episode. But let them listen to the podcast episode. That would be really nice. Um, so they can know what they should be doing if this if you are if you if you have already started doing these type of things in your life. So 35 and up, this is our halftime point. We have to do something different. So a long time ago, I this um guy I work with gave me this book called Who Moved My Cheese? A really, really good book. As a matter of fact, I'm looking up and see who what the, what the author's name is. That way you can read it if you want to. It's a really, really short read. It's a really, really great read. Um, life-changing. So Who Moved My Cheese is actually about these. Oh, it's by Spencer Johnson, I think. Let's see. Oh, wait. Hold on. Yes, Spencer Johnson. Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. Very short read. Really, really good really really good read um and it's basically about pivoting and being able to change with the times and not being stuck right when things change when times shifts when time shift and when things start to change in your life you need to be able to pivot and change with it or you'll be left behind wondering why and trying to dig yourself out of a hole well really if you would have just adjusted and pivoted then you would have kind of been forward moving so we always want to be forward moving in things that we do and I know sometimes I know for me it can kind of seem like that I'm on like this little wheel and I'm not going but really we all are trying to move even if it's an inch at a time to kind of move our shit forward our life forward period and I think that with that to be able to do that, a, a real, one great tool to be able to move things forward and to keep things moving forward is to be able to adapt to change. And that's why I say that this is our halfway point because you need to do something different. It's time to start some change. Now, this change can be every, either really big or really small. I would suggest starting with small things. Um, the way you think, really the way you think could actually be a really big thing. Like, so you, listen, it, it may be easier to small, to start with physical things because the mind could be, that's a whole different thing. And, and that's when you start really doing your real work on yourself. When you start trying to think different, even if it's like in small things, I would really suggest that I've actually started that. Um, I'm coming with this message because these are things that I've actually started to do on my own. This is my, I try to use this platform for things that I'm going through myself. So this is where I'm at in my life, right? Like I've discovered this new thing while I was taking my um, hiatus when I wasn't recording. And let me just say, I'm starting to notice my ebb and flow of my creative, the way I creatively work. So I'm noticing that I am less creative in winter months. I'm more creative in spring months. And I want to put episodes out more in the summer months. It's almost like no 
no creative juices, creative juices flowing really, really good. And then I want to give birth to a baby, right? Like that seems to be my flow. So I'm trying to kind of note that so I can figure it out and get it different and do it better. So I don't have gaps in between episodes, but so that's my thing of trying to do something different, right? I'm trying to think different. I want to do things different. You have to do something different. I don't care how small it is. If it's, you always want to go and sit at the bar or go to dinner by yourself, go to dinner by yourself. It's going to be scary. Yes, do it. And I know for a fact that small things like this will help with bigger things that you have going on, but you need to plant the seed. So if you already do these type of things, it sounds so small and minute. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but I'm here to tell you it is huge. It is huge. You have to do something different. If you always wanted to cut your hair, cut it. It'll grow back. If you want to start working out, start working out. Guess what? If you've been working out for a long time and you want to slack back on the gym a little bit, slack back a little bit. Moms, if you wanted to do something for yourself, you've raised those kids. Those kids are self-sufficient and you wanted to splurge and maybe buy you something, save up something, do it. Even if it's you been working on maybe telling your kids no, tell them no. See how it go. What's the worst that could happen? Now, and, and no way, shape, form, or fashion am I suggesting that you go do some crazy life-altering, damaging change to your life at your age. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, is that you need to do something different that will spark a flame into the next phase of your life. And I don't want to say like the next phase, like we're on a downhill or anything like that. But 35 and up, hey, it's time to do a self-check. We've been doing the same shit we've been doing for quite some time now. We, you, you understand what I'm saying? Like we've moved from, okay, what our parents taught us, then we moved out of that, and then we kind of created a life of our own, and we do things the way we want to do things. Well, guess what? It's time to switch it up. It's time to change it up. This is your... um what they say on TikTok, like, this is your, um, I can't think of the word. <laughs> Courtney probably listened, like, she got the word in her head. Text me, Courtney, the word I'm looking for. <laughs> like, this is your sign. This is your sign. If you were looking for a sign that you were supposed to do change, this is it. You were thinking about moving out of town, start looking into it. Like, start moving forward. Start planting the seeds. Start letting the universe know that you're ready for change. And I honest, I not honestly believe, I know for a fact that all small change, look at Gordon, empathy, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, yes. So, but all small change will plant the seed and spark it for you to move forward for bigger change. So, maybe it could be... You want to start having a better relationship with your kids. You want to have a better relationship with your spouse, your parent. I don't know what it is. You have to do something different. Maybe you want it to go natural. Go natural. Okay? Do it. Um, so you may be asking, well, here I am. I'm coming with this message, and I've been giving this word because I was giving this word, like, seriously, to bring to this podcast and to give it to y'all. Like, that's the reason why I'm so hell-bent on doing it, and it sounds so simple, but I needed to get this out. Well, what are some of the things that you have done? Well, let me list some of the things that I've been doing differently, right? Now, ladies. So, first of all, I'm still wearing my nails blue. So, I've, I haven't started, I haven't doing, started doing everything different. Well, guess what? I did a big shop on my weave. Now, some of y'all going to say, it was only weave. Shut up. People that know me know I have been wearing weave down to my waist. Not to, literally to my waist, but almost to my waist forever, okay? I've always had really naturally long hair. Cut my hair, hair fell out, have whatever, Added weave, been wearing long weave forever. 
guess what? This year, no more long weave. I don't even want long hair anymore. I did a big shop. It was so good for me. And I'm, maybe that was like one of the, no, that wasn't one of the first things that I did for change. But that was one of the, one, one of the things that I did that really like gave me so much satisfaction. Like was do, cutting my hair and wearing it short now and loving it. Not ever thinking that I would ever want um to wear shorter hair. Now, and it ain't short like that, y'all. It's probably like shoulder length because I wore it so long before. So my short may not be short to some other people, especially if you see me on YouTube. You're like, your hair ain't short. It is. Um, I went short with my lashes and I hate it. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure that I shared that point because, um, yeah, some, some changes you get in it and then you realize, no, maybe that's not something I can change. I should be changing. Some things need to be left alone. My lashes, I should have definitely um, left them alone. But I definitely have been trying to do a lot of more self-checks. I have I started doing yoga last October. Um, so I'm sure some of you guys follow me on social media. Yoga has been great for me. I absolutely love it. I started doing Pilates. Um, I've decided to spend a whole lot more time in Atlanta with my um, best friend and my goddaughter. Um, big up to my lovely sister best friend Carla who I've been best friends with since I was 15 years old she just had a lovely beautiful baby Maisie that is my god baby that I'm so proud of um being so proud of my god baby and not showing her on social media can we just tap into that for a minute I got maybe like a little bit more time before I have to cut out of here it's another show coming after me but to piggyback on the when I was talking about the social media, when I was breaking it down, like the Facebook, Instagram, and now I'm on TikTok, I look at social media way different now. It's been with us for a minute, right? It's been with us for me. It's been with me for maybe like 10 years. I look at social media way different. I can see myself evolving through social media, even doing something different on social media. I have, I don't want to share as much. Things that are really close to me, is, is there anybody else out there that can relate? Or is it just me? I really want to know, like, are y'all going through the same thing? I want to share less with things that are really important to me. Carla had Maisie in January. I promise you, I have no, um, no, I'm not motivated to share her on social media. It's something that I actually want to share close and dear to my heart. Um, my first name is um, Valerie. I say it every, on every, every, every episode. I'm sure y'all already know that. I'm actually, what people don't know is I'm actually named after someone. So I'm actually like a junior and a girl since. So my mother named me after her best friend. My mother and her best friend lost contact years ago. I haven't seen my aunt in like forever. Well, we, my, another aunt who I'm named after her sister, my aunt Dorothy, she passed recently. So of course that brought everyone back tight. When we got back close, we, I've actually been able to spend a lot of time with my aunt Val and I actually hate my first name, but being around her, it made me feel bad for hating my first name. And it made me really, really reconnect with my aunt. And we took a lot of great pictures and I have not posted any of them on social media. I look at them often. I'm so happy to have her in my life. I'm so grateful, but nobody knows this because it's just mine to keep. I don't feel bad for it, but it just seems weird because I can remember a time on social media when I would, I would have ran to social media. That would have been the first thing I posted. Like, oh my God, everybody, this is who I'm named after. Like, yeah, this is my aunt and shared the pictures. But now I look at social media way different. I'll do a lot of some foolishness on there, but foolishness on there. But as far as me sharing my personal life, not so much. With that being said, for all of my small business owners, how is it trying to grow your business on social media? Because for me, I am struggling to find balance. 
I have bought into the whole um, machine of social media, growing your business. Um, I have went to seminars. I've watched people grow their business. I know it works. I believe in it. I want to be on that train. One part of me. The other part of me don't want to have shit to do with it. I don't, I want to get off the wheel of do all your posts, do this, do that, grow your followers, get your followers up, get your listeners up for me for a podcast. Cause that's my business. I am struggling with that. Like what about just orga- letting people find me organically through social media, even, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll of course post, but it doesn't have to be like a full-time job because for me having trying to do social media as a full-time job, do podcasts work and do everything else is a lot. And it's like wearing on me like mentally. So I'm like, wait a minute, let me remove myself from this kind of like rat race of social media. Not to say that I don't want to post anything on social media. Of course, I want to have a healthy relationship with social media, but I don't want to be so driven by that and so caught up in the hype. Like that's just me having a transparent moment. Like I have bought into this whole, oh my God, oh my God, get it out of social media. And it's like, you know what? Let me just figure this thing out and we're going to figure it out together. So can y'all relate to that? Um, what do y'all think about doing something different and actually like small things, starting small? And I know y'all are thinking the things in y'all head like, I ain't doing that. Do it. I promise you. I promise you. It's going to be so worth it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, I'm going to end on that note. Do it. Do it. Do it. That's what she said, right? <laughs> Some inappropriate jokes. So um, welcome back. Um I am here. I am. I have another episode coming up next. It's going to be about male and female platonic friendships. Can they really exist? I have to do a part two to that because that episode got a little crazy. Like all of my episodes do because I'm crazy and I love it. <laughs> so thank you, ladies, for listening. Ladies and men, thank you for listening. This is your girl, Vivi Nicole, with One Girl, One Mike podcast, and I'm out. Oh, wait. I did a whole photo shoot and a video shoot yesterday. The shit was lit and bomb. So hopefully we'll be doing YouTube really, really soon. I'll have my YouTube opener up and going and we can kind of get this thing kicked off. So follow me on Instagram. Oh, follow me on. Don't follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. One girl, one Mike podcast. Uh, make sure that you are liking and subscribing to the podcast. One girl, one Mike podcast. Vivi Nicole, I'm out. I'm listening to One Girl, One Mic podcast. See you next week.